You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. And welcome back as our media roundtable continues. We go from an awful announcing staff writer to the owner and editor of Awful Announcer, founder Ben Koo. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Great. Thanks for having me on. It's exciting. We're right at football season. Couldn't be happier. Yes, I'm excited to talk with you as most people in the media have been a fan of Awful Announcing for a long time. Uh, you know, if I get once in a while, I've gotten alert seeing my name on the website makes me shudder a little bit, but you know, here I am still, still surviving. So it's good. Um, so I want to talk with you about a few of the more business, uh, stories with the NFL uh, media landscape as we enter a new season, starting with something everyone's going to notice next week when Amazon will exclusively stream Thursday night football for the cool price of $1 billion annually. I know why Amazon is doing this, obviously. I can't think of a better way to get more eyeballs to their products and to Amazon Prime. But why is the NFL doing this? I know a billion dollars is a lot of money, but I think they could get that from pretty much anywhere. So why why Amazon for the NFL? Yeah, I, I think for the NFL, uh, they know that Amazon was going to spend a lot on marketing and promotion. And I'm, I'm not 100% sure they could have gotten a billion dollars elsewhere. Okay. Um, you know, they launched Thursday Night Football as a way to get NFL Network into more cable households. Uh, I think at the time, Comcast and Time Warner were not picking up the channel. And back then, I think it only had a handful of games. Right. They continued to increase the games until NFL Network was in almost, you know, the majority of cable households. Uh, and then they started kind of cutting it up into smaller pieces where uh, Fox would – Fox, I think, went through, you know, where it was the most recent partner – there's a period of time between where CBS and NBC split it with uh, with uh, um, the NFL Network. And I think they've just tried and tried and tried <clears throat> to keep slicing it up and optimizing it. And I think ultimately they landed in a place where, hey, we are like the most um, watched and wanted content out there. What would a streamer pay for this? And I think <clears throat> when they kind of looked at their options – this was their final kind of, um, you know, their final step in the, in the monetizing Thursday night football. And yeah. <clears throat> to get a billion dollars is absolutely massive. I think, you know, previous deals, they were, you know, closer to 600 per year. Okay. Um, so I, I, I think for them, it, it was more, more of getting the money and also knowing that Amazon was going to sign a long-term deal and they were fully invested in this. Right. Unlike Fox and CBS and NBC, who had periods of like two years, four years, they knew this is going to be a long-term thing that Amazon would really get behind. Yeah, we know that 
the feel is so big for the NFL. Like when NBC wanted Tariko to call the Thursday night games, the NFL said, no, we want Al Michaels on those calls. And now they get Al Michaels with Amazon and Kirk Herbstreet. It's going to, I'm sure, have a huge big time feel to it. But how does it work? If you log on to Amazon.com, I read, the game will automatically start playing on your computer. Is that correct? <clears throat> That, that's how I understand it. And there's been a couple examples of this in the past. Like the NFL has always wanted digital companies to be interested in their rights, knowing that because now that they work with Fox, NBC, CBS, and ABC through ESPN, that there wasn't really a fifth bidder to kind of make things interesting. So they've streamed games on Yahoo and Twitter.com. Um, and so they had similar kind of integrations where you went to Yahoo.com and a game would just be playing. And I think it was – one or two games a year, uh, and it would be the NFL Europe game at like right. 9 a.m. <clears throat> and the same thing with Twitter where it's just kind of there. Um, <clears throat> I think Amazon is, is taking the same approach of like we're going to throw it in your face no matter if you're trying to get to the you know the game and just let you know that it's there. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be on Amazon.com. It's going to be obviously in the Prime Video app. Um, whether that's on your, your TV or on your phone. So they're, they're going to put it everywhere. If you look at the Amazon delivery trucks, a lot of them right now are skinned Amazon Thursday night football. I just got a package in the mail where the box, I thought it was like their PR people sending me cookies or something. It was, it was just like, um, you know, a screwdriver that I bought that was in like an Amazon Thursday night football box. Yeah. So no cookies, but, um, you know, a screwdriver that Amazon's going all out to let people know, will people figure out how to like, watch the game um maybe you and me maybe our parents if we're lucky enough to have grandparents still around that'll probably be a struggle you know yeah i guess the nfl properly surmises that people will make the transition find a way to make it work although i keep thinking back to this tweet and i forget who sent it and i forget the exact words but i think when this news of the steel first broke somebody tweeted out like go ahead nfl keep putting games on stuff that i don't get it'll only make my takes worse and, and, and like, and I and I do feel that in a way, but I guess the NFL figures that eyeballs will just follow them wherever they go. Yeah, I, I think you know they, they will lose some fans. Um, some people are kind of guessing where this first game is going to land. Uh, Amazon did opt into uh, Nielsen measurement. Hmm. Uh, the other kind of um, thing that's interesting is that Directv viewers will also get this game, and that was mainly because of bars and restaurants. I think huh. it only applies to bars and restaurants. So huh. for years, uh, bars and restaurants would fill up because they had the NFL Sunday ticket. And now the Sunday ticket is likely leaving DirecTV. And can a bar set up, you know, 12 TVs with Amazon Prime Video streaming a game? It's a lot of bandwidth. It's tricky to do. So that's another kind of area where they'll keep some fans. And also the local markets will also get the game. So I think that first game is Chiefs, uh, LA Chargers, yeah, Chargers. So those areas you'll be able to tune in. So there are some other ways to kind of keep the numbers okay, but there will definitely be some type of drop, um, which is going to be hard to get around. And you mentioned Sunday Ticket, which is a big deal to a lot of people. Um, it's leaving Directv next year in 2023. Um, Apple I've read is the front runner with like a $5 billion bid. Um, so what's going on here? Why is DirecTV giving up? Why is Sunday ticket leaving DirecTV? Are they just getting out bid or what's the, what's the story here? Yeah, I think they wanted to make it more accessible and they wanted more kind of innovation behind the product. Uh, and I think they wanted more money. 
Um, and I think they sent similar to the Thursday night football that Apple and Amazon, these are two companies that are growing their streaming businesses. Right. So with Disney with ESPN plus, but also they have big other businesses that can like make them be aggressive. The NFL Sunday ticket, most people have always um, basically seen it as a lost leader or whoever has it, uh, which has always been direct TV is losing money uh, when you only compare the amount people are paying for it and the amount of subscriptions and what they pay for it. But those people would have direct TV all year round in most cases. And they're, you know, they're paying $30 of profit to direct TV in, you know, May, June, July, August. Um, so direct TV, I think with, with the bill, with the price going up, I think has decided that it's no longer in their interest to, to continue carrying Sunday ticket. Like I mentioned earlier, there is a possibility that for bars and restaurants who have Sunday ticket and it's going to be a nightmare to set up like, you know, 12 TVs, 20 TVs, whatever type of bar and restaurant you have, that Sunday ticket may continue to, or, or uh, not Sunday ticket, but direct TV may continue to hold Sunday ticket for uh, mm-hmm. businesses. Um, but I, I think generally the NFL knew where their best bet is for money. It's just people trying to get new uh, streaming subscribers right. and they knew that there was a hot market out there and um, right. this thing has gone on forever uh there were there were talks about this happening in 2020 um and the nfl decided to continue with direct tv for two more years but this this is the media rights negotiation that has probably been historically the most covered ever just yeah. because it's been on so long and it's almost like let, let, let's figure it out and be done with it you know um so yeah amazon or apple are the front runners the NFL wants two and a half, three billion. You know, it, it, it's a crazy number. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what shakes out. But, you know, people seem to think that the, the companies with the deep pockets and the motivation to do this are Apple and uh, potentially Amazon. And it makes perfect sense from the NFL standpoint. You already, you've kind of milked all the legacy networks for as many billions as you can right now. So go to the next frontier, Apple. Amazon, Google as well as a player I've read for Sunday Ticket. I mean, so find your billions in the streaming world. It, it's amazing. The rich get richer. It's, it's, yeah, it's I, I think right now they sense that, you know, streaming is still kind of at the end um, part of a bubble where everyone yeah. went into streaming chasing Netflix. Right. Um, and it's probably going to pop in some form in the next year or two. And we've already seen like CNN Plus and Quibi. Yep. And a lot of stocks <clears throat> have gone down in the streaming service yep. uh, world. So I think the NFL sense is that if you buy, if you have a relationship with the NFL, you may lose money, <clears throat> but you may just survive the reckoning that's coming for the streaming world. Right. Where, you know, can Peacock and Paramount Plus, can some of these second tier kind of streamers who relate to the game, can they really kind of survive? And Because everyone's losing money um, essentially outside of Netflix. Like Amazon's losing money. Apple's losing money. Everyone's losing money. And hard decisions are going to have to be made at some point. But if you're a streaming service with the momentum of the NFL, you know, that might just be the kind of insurance policy you need to survive the reckoning that is probably a year or two away from, from streaming right now. Right. And even Netflix losing subscribers, but everybody wants the NFL. Everyone's going to watch the NFL and that parlays nicely to their point. I wanted to bring up here, Ben. Uh, and we were talking about this off the air. The NFL is by far the most valuable product in TV. It's the last thing that really droves of people will watch live. But what's interesting is of course, if you look at the NFL viewership numbers, 
in 21 compared to, you know, 2011, even any, any previous era, obviously fewer people watching live TV now, just because of the times in which we live, but the gap between the NFL and everything else seems like it's only getting bigger. I think last year, 75 of the 100 most watched shows on TV were NFL games. So my question is, do you think this trend is going to just continue for the foreseeable future that yes, the, the raw viewership numbers may continue to drop a little bit, but the gap between the NFL and everything else will just get wider, which makes the NFL even more valuable than it already is. Yeah. I I think you're a hundred percent correct there. Uh, ratings have slid down for everything. And if you're someone who's trying to make a point, you can make whatever point you want. There were a lot of kind of conservative news outlets saying, look at this kneeling during the anthem. Uh, The ratings are going down. And people just ran with that. But, you know, horse racing, you know, the the horses aren't kneeling. The ratings are going down there. You know, golf, the ratings are going down. Um, You know, across the board, ratings are going down. But you're 100% correct that, the NFL is going down at a less uh, scary trajectory than pretty much everything else. And you can track that to a lot of the streaming services. You can track that to younger people watching TikTok, Snapchat, who are not going to be in a TV household. Um, So they just can't watch because their, their primary way of viewing content is on their phone. Um, So that, that seems to be happening, but it's happening less to football. And you're, you're seeing like, you know, legacy media begin to make like tough decisions. Like I think I, I read that like uh, NBC was thinking of getting rid of their 10 o'clock PM hour right. on the weeknights, um, you know, because ratings are going down there. Uh, right. I think the, the in, in this upcoming season, like comedies were almost like non-existent on one network. Right. The CW is getting away from like having like their own shows. You're going to see like more reruns and so on. So across the board, um, Cable companies, broadcast networks are trying to figure out like what, you know, what can we make money on when the ratings are going down? And, you know, the NFL doesn't have that issue. The NFL is is staying high, staying, you know, above everyone else and they're going down at a much slower rate. So it's a reality for everyone that ratings are pretty much going down across the board, but the NFL seems to be kind of, you know, trending downward at, at a safer decline than some of these other properties. And that point you made about young people not watching anything on TV and TikTok and Twitter videos or Instagram is so accurate. And whenever I read about sports leagues going to streaming, like Major League Baseball had, of course, the Apple Plus <laughs> Friday night package this year. And part of me says, like, they're still behind. Like, that's still, like, I think five years behind the times. Like, I think that just the whole concept And again, the NFL is the one sport that this doesn't quite apply to, but just the concept of somebody sitting down in front of a TV, a laptop, a phone, an iPad, whatever, and watching a game for three hours, I don't care what platform it's on, that in and of itself, I think, is an antiquated idea. And it's going, and this is a long-term story because all these deals are wrapped up for many more years, but it's going to be very interesting to see kind of how this evolves over the next decade. Yeah, I, I spoke in a sports business class uh, a handful of months ago. Uh, I talked about cord cutting. The professor said, do you guys even know what that is? <clears throat> they didn't really know. I said, how many of you guys currently like have cable? Um, I think like six of 30 students raised their hand. Um, and then I said, okay, if you guys all get really good jobs, you're making good money, 
how many more of you would get cable? And like two people raised their hands. So there, there seems, you know, the research is out there that there is a group of people who are becoming like of age of being in the workforce and living on their own who can afford to have cable and access to all these sports and watch games, but seem to just eschew it for TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, you know, whatever streaming services. Um, and, and that's going to be, that's going to be tough. You know, if, if that generation and future generations like refuse to enter into this TV ecosystem that has all of the sports, like that's, that's not going to be good. So uh, everyone's thinking about it. No one seems to have a good uh, answer, uh, but that that's uh, a gen- a large part of these downward trends is that uh, older viewers are are you know dying, up to be morbid, and the younger viewers are just not. They don't have access to the channels to watch these games because they've grown up on other forms of media. We'll be reading all about it on Awful Announcing, I'm sure. Ben Koo is the owner and editor of Awful Announcing. Ben, thanks for the time. Thanks for having me on.